Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week, we deliver solutions to issues you're facing in life or someone you care about. Let's get started. I want to talk to you today about something I know will help you to be on your way toward success. No matter what year it is, no matter what day it is, these six things will kind of guide your life in the right direction. I don't care where you are in life. You could be depressed. You could be discouraged. You could have been just uh, divorced. You could uh, be single. You could be a single parent. You could be away at work around the world. It does. Oh, you could just start your business. In other words, no matter where you are, I want to find a way. And I know this is a way to help you to find a level of success in your marriage, in your health, in your mind, in your body, in every aspect of your life, in friendships. So if you do these six things, you are going to attract godly and positive people in your life, and most of them will stay. Now, you're going to attract some bad people because that's life. You're going to attract, attract bugs because they're going to come to the light because you're going to be bearing a different uh, dynamic about yourself and a different uh, persona. So these six things you should do. Let's get started. Now, you should practice these six things. Okay, someone said practice makes you perfect. But this is what I say. Whatever you practice, you will get better at what you practice. In other words, you're going to mature at what you practice. If you want to be a better cook, you got to practice cooking. You cannot just think it. You have to do it. If you want to be a better piano player, you got to get on that piano and bang away. Practice piano music. If you want to be a better parent, you got to learn the skills. You got to get the information and implement what it's going to take to become a better parent. If you want to be a better Christian, you got to practice prayer time, reading the Bible, sharing your faith, connecting with a fellowship of people of like faith, you have to do it regularly. And you have to talk to God. That's what prayer is all about. So if anything you want to be better at, you got to put some effort and consistency in that direction. So the first thing is this, have a vision. Where there is no vision, people perish. They lack self-control. Proverbs tells us that in chapter 29, where there is no vision. Now, think about this for a second. Put an image in your mind. Put an image. Think about it. Put an image of where you want to be five months from now, five years from now, five weeks from now, kind of short term and possibly long term. 
Put an image in your mind and just think about it because we think in pictures, you know, mm -hmm. and you'll find yourself on your way to achieving that particular image in your mind. If you don't know where you're going, you'll get there every time. And where is that? Nowhere. <laughs> so you got to know where you're going so you'll get somewhere. And that place is where you're going. Now, we do think in pictures. What's your favorite color? Mm -hmm. I know you're thinking about it. What is the color of your house or your car? Mm -hmm. Now, I know something came to your mind because I asked you these questions. Anytime you're asked a question, something is going to pop in your head, pop in your brain, pop in your mind, in other words. It's going to try to come up with that answer. Sometimes it's quickly and sometimes <laughs> it may take a minute or two. But this is the same way you should be when you have a vision for your life, for your relationships, for your money, for your marriage, for your friendships. You have to be in the same fashion. So once you get a vision, an image of where you want to go, once you get to that point, you're on your way to achieving it. So have a vision. If you don't have a vision, you will be lazy and lack self-control. You will drift and not be driven to succeed. So get a vision for your life. Get a vision in where you're going. Now, God would give you one, but you have to choose uh, what and where you want to go. You got to do that. God gives you the ability. He gives you the kind of the uh, intuitiveness to be able to understand that. That's why you got to go to God with it. But have a vision. The second thing is this. Be authentic. In other words, just be real. You know, I had some uh, bacon the other day, a couple of days ago. Matter of fact, and they were, I was at a, 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 a banquet and they were serving at the uh, banquet and they had some grits, they had eggs, it was a breakfast um, gathering. Then they had kind of the real bacon, then they had turkey bacon. I said, well, let me just try turkey bacon. Wow, it tastes like plastic, very thin and tastes less, wow. Then I asked somebody at the table where I was at, how does the other bacon taste? Well, they said it was good. See, the turkey bacon, I guess it's real, but it's kind of a fake of the real bacon. <laughs> if you ever had turkey bacon, you know, at least they didn't cook it well. Maybe that's what the problem was. But bottom line is this. You got to be real. You got to be the real bacon, not the fake bacon. You know, real bacon has flavor. It tastes nice and it's real good to the palate, to the tongue. That's if you're into bacon or you could be into sausage. You don't want none of that fake sausage. You want the real deal, for example. Now, the integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. Now, duplicity means being a fraud or deceitful. That's what the, the Proverbs tells us today. Now, if you have integrity, you know, and you're upright, 
with life, with God, with other people, and you're on your way trying to do what you should be doing, and that's the right thing when nobody else is looking, but you just got to be authentic. You got to be real. Don't put on a mask. Matter of fact, take off the mask. Stop being somebody you are not. Who are you trying to impress that is stressing you? You trying to impress a relative? You trying to impress a, a boy or girl? You trying to impress somebody on your job? And that's stressing you. I can tell you right now, whoever's listening to this podcast or this message, uh, wherever platform you are, you are stressing because you're trying to impress somebody. Don't impress nobody but God. Please him by putting your faith in him. You know, there's a song that says, everybody plays a fool sometimes. Now that, you know, that used to be me, but not any longer. Now I hope not most of the time because people are still playing a fool. You know, they're getting less and less, you know, from themselves per se by being fake. If they be real, you know, people will probably accept you more. Don't act like a fool act like you're wise. So when you are authentic, you don't need to put on a mask. You don't need to try to act or look like somebody else. Mm -hmm. If you're not going to speak, you know, well, just tell them, well, I don't speak well. In other words, if you have a speaking engagement or somebody, you know, really wants you to stand up in front of the classroom or at church or another place, there's nothing wrong with standing up and talking. Don't act like you're the best speaker mm -hmm, since whoever. If you don't know how to work with your hands, just tell them and be teachable. And they'll show you how to work with your hands. If you don't know how to do a math problem, just be honest and ask somebody to help you or tell them you just don't know how to do it. One thing we have in our society it's a lot of fake people. They're putting on an air. They're putting on a, a, a facade. And they're trying to be somebody that they're not. They may be afraid of who they really are. So you don't want to put on an air or, or be fake. Be real. Mm -hmm. Be real. If you don't know how to balance a checkbook, tell your spouse or tell somebody to help you to balance your checkbook or, or balance your bank statement. Don't act like you know how to do it and eventually you're bouncing a, a check every other month because you're afraid to tell somebody, well, the reason I bounced this check this time is because I miscalculated when I tried to balance the bank statement at the end of the month and the end of last month and the end of the month before that. So just be real. Mm -hmm. People love you for who you are if you just show them that, you know, and what you bring to the table. And hopefully you don't bring no fake stuff, a fake smile, a fake handshake. Tell somebody how you really feel. Then you can have an honest dialogue about what's going on. If you don't like him, just tell him and maybe express why. It, you may have missed the mark. It could not have been what the person said. It could have been misinterpreted what you thought they said. So the second thing you have to do, these are six things that you must do in order to get better 
at becoming the best you. You have to take off the mask. Be honest, be upfront, don't hide nothing. In a relationship upfront, I'm talking about, you know, there's so many people that are trying to get married or they want to get married and they go to counseling and they are not real because they are embarrassed probably of their past or who they've been with, or they're embarrassed about their credit. They're embarrassed about a habit or an addiction. Don't be embarrassed. Get help. The third thing is this, be consistent. Mm -hmm. Be consistent. I have to say that one more time. You got to be consistent. That means be stable, be reliable. These are things you must do. The principle tells us, therefore, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. You know, God has blessed you with gifts and talents, but you know what? People don't show up. <laughs> they are just not consistent. They're not reliable. They're not stable. You know, you must be consistent in taking action in what you're trying to achieve. Starting and stopping is not good. So many people start a project, but they just don't finish. Now, that is what I call being inconsistent. My goal is to help you to become consistent. A long distance runner must be consistent with each step toward reaching the finish line. If not, they will never reach it. Now, especially if you've been running for a while, you know it is important not to quit in the middle of the race because when you're consistent with each step, you know you're gonna get to your goal. Consistency causes roots to grow deep in what you are consistently doing. You must know that emotions does not have nothing to do with consistency. A lot of people get emotional about this or they don't think they can do this. They get upset, they get angry, they get mad, you know, and all of those negative vibes come through their body. Then they lack uh, consistency. Then they become lazy. Not, that is not where you need to be. There's no way I could have achieved what I have achieved in life if I was not consistent. So I want you to be consistent. God truly has blessed me to be able to help you to understand the power of consistency. See, feelings does not get a vote when you're trying to be consistent. You know, it could be in the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. It could be in a relational realm, the financial realm. Your roots are growing deep and wide when you are consistently taking action toward trying to achieve a goal because sometimes fear comes in there and we have within our brain a defensive mechanism that would try to hinder us from pressing through fear. And when fear hits you and grips you, you're going to stop being consistent. Matter of fact, you're going to feel like you just have your uh, feet into cement you know, it's stuck. It just can't go anywhere. So God has a plan for you. And once you're consistent, you'll realize his plan. Mm -hmm. You may want to stop praying 
Don't stop praying though. You may want to stop going to church. Don't stop going to church. You may even have an attitude. Oh, I'm stopped. I don't want to be faithful. Why? Because you know, it takes effort to be faithful to anything, a relationship, a career, you know, being faithful, working out, being faithful, reading your Bible, being faithful, trying to be a blessing to somebody rather than being negative to somebody. God's plan is for you to be consistent in every area of your life. Your consistent behavior will cause your roots to grow deep and wide. You'll become strong and you'll become tall when you are consistent. Now, if this is you, you know what I'm talking about. Now, the fourth thing is this, be focused. Mm -hmm. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Mm -hmm. Now, that's what Proverbs tells us in verse 25, chapter four. Now, when throwing darts toward a dartboard, you would, will have to look closely to see where you want the dart to land. Mm -hmm. Most of the goal as you're throwing darts is to hit the bullseye. You know, that's mostly your goal, right? You want to hit dead center. I used to play darts a long time ago. I was horrific. I was bad. I was just crazy uh, left and crazy right in a sense of my dart throwing uh, skill. But I had to like, Take a step back. Okay, let's be focused. Let's look at the bullseye. And you know what? The reason people are not focused because they don't know how to concentrate. Concentrate is important in being focused. See, in order to concentrate effectively, you must practice concentration. An example would be, you know, when you're talking with your spouse, for example, you're talking with your husband, you're talking with your, your wife, or you're talking with a friend, you're talking with your children, you're talking to a coworker. You know, you have to have your eyes straight ahead, looking at them, you know, facially, you need to have your face pointed toward them. You don't need to be looking at the computer and then trying to look at them at the same time and they standing to the right of you. You don't need to be, if you're at home, looking at TV, your favorite show, when your spouse is trying to get your undivided attention. That is not practicing uh, focus at all. Matter of fact, is you're embedding inconsistency in, in your focus, okay? You know, you're not concentrating effectively. So you have to be present and look at them right in the eye. Mm -hmm. And it will help you to get to a better place. Matter of fact, it impacts your mentality. It strengthens your mind or it could cause your mind to be confused. Okay, what do you want to do? Are you going to watch TV? Are you going to listen to them? Are you going to look at the computer? Are you going to listen to your coworker? Are you going to read a book while your child is trying to talk to you? Because they do need your attention. If not, they'll go to somewhere else. So you want to be consistent with your eyes, consistent with your face, and be present with the person you're talking to. It doesn't make a difference where you are. I guarantee you, if you practice being focused, you're going to get better at being focused. 
and you're going to get better at the ability to concentrate better. Now, these actions will help your mind tremendously to concentrate better when you are practicing consistently concentrating on being focused. The fifth thing is this. It is one of my most important six things you should do. And it's this, be on time. Mm, mm, mm. My goodness. Woo! Let all things be done decently and in order. Listen to this very well. It's important for you to be punctual. Being punctual matters. In other words, be on time. Be on time is very, very important. You know, when you get to an appointment or you get to work ahead of time, it reduces stress in your body. It kind of helps you to relax because you are ahead of the game. You are, are on time, you're at your desk, or you may be in a break room, or you may be able to kind of unwind a little bit. You're out of the hustle and bustle of traffic, or you're trying to get to church and you're on time. It doesn't make a difference. Can I say this? It doesn't uh, matter if you're the first one there. And a lot of people say, why am I the first one here? That's a blessing. You're the first one. And that's a good blessing as well. So don't get caught up in the crowd because you're the first one home. You're the first one at work. You're the first one at church. You're the first one to your doctor's appointment. You're the first one to your dentist appointment. And you may even think, are they really open? Well, you're in the door, aren't you? You're in the parking lot, aren't you? So be on time. It helps you mentally. You know, when you're punctual, it indicates, this is another good point. When you're on time, it indicates control. When you arrive ahead of the appointed time, it shows that you are in control of your life instead of allowing situations to hinder you from not being there when you should be. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people are out of control. Now, I used to have a problem with being on time. I did. You know, there are certain things I would be, at, be on time at, and then there's other things things I would not be. Mm -hmm. Now, for whatever reason today, people, you know, when they say they're going to commit to this and if they're not getting paid a dollar for doing it, they may not be on time. But then if you're getting paid to do a job, you may show up on time or ahead of time. That should not be the case. Whether you're getting paid or not, it shouldn't differentiate you being on time at one place more than the other. You know why? Because your word is out there. If you said you were going to do it, do it ahead of time because it would be a blessing. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. It's important for you to know that. Punctuality implies dependability as well. Our society are full of broken promises and commitments. Now, when a person sticks to their word, they are appreciated more. Well, it shouldn't be that way because keeping your word, listen to me, it's so important because keeping your word should be the norm, not the exception. Mm -hmm. Because you keep your word, you shouldn't get a bonus for just keeping your word. 
That's a bad sign in our society. Okay, well, I say I'm going to do this. Well, I did it. Okay. You want some wings? You want some a pat on the back? Now, when you do things and you do it ahead of time and you do it above the standard and you do it exceptionally, now that could be a different story because there's so many people that don't keep their word. Their word is not worth nothing. <laughs> you know, the principle says that a good name is better to be chosen than great riches. So if your name is good around work, at home, in the community, with your family, if they see you coming and then they run from you, mm, something is going wrong there. When you're dependable and consistent, trust is earned. And eventually you probably going to get promoted at work. You may get a higher salary and you don't know it's on the way, but I'm here to let you know it's on the way. It's just an indicator of our society. Family members will trust you. Family members would appreciate your timeliness as well. And secretly, they may be admiring how timely you are. And eventually, they're probably trying to be the, the same way or get there ahead of time as well. See, a lot of part of our society today in certain cultures, you know, they're not used to being on time except for maybe this or that. But you should be on time if you say you're going to show up because you, when you're on time, you respect the time of other people. Mm -hmm. The principle tells me redeem the time because days are evil. You cannot get back time. So you got to make use of the time you have. The last thing is this. Listen, be humble, humble yourself. Now, why should you be humble? Mm hmm. A man's pride will bring him low, but a humble spirit will be honored. I want you to know that. That's a powerful proverb. A man's pride will bring him low, but a humble spirit will ob obtain honor without a doubt. So you have to be humble. Humble people are more respectful. See, normally they won't be uppity. Mm -hmm. They won't be full of pride. When a person is humble, they are much respected. They're not even uh, anticipating somebody to treat them special because they have a humble heart. They have a humble mindset. Now, a humble person takes genuine interest in others and has the attitude to learn also. You know, I think it's important to have that attitude about yourself, humility, because there are situations and circumstances that will come your way in life, in your marriage, at work, in home, with your friends. If you don't humble yourself, situations will humble you. Mm -hmm. So you want to be humble because a blessing will come your way. And the Proverbs tells us you will obtain honor. A humble person could be mistaken as a weak person. That's my next thought about why be humble. Just because you're humble doesn't mean you're weak. Just because you don't always run your mouth, that doesn't mean you don't have much to say. You know, 
is not so because a humble person is really strong because they know their faults and they will acknowledge that they need to grow. Most people think they have arrived, but a humble person really understands that they have not arrived and they still have plenty room to grow uh, intellectually, you know, financially, uh, relationally, you know, grow in understanding how to get their body where it needs to be in shape and, and get rid of some weight and uh, just to be teachable. A humble person is teachable. You know, you got to know that humility will benefit a relationship. Their posture helps them to connect to other people from all walks of life, without a doubt, all walks of life. And they learn from other people. I've said that. So it's important for us to understand the importance of demonstrating humility. Now, the principle tells us if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he is deceiving himself. You know, there's a lot of folks that think they're somebody, but I am, an, I am nobody in a sense of trying to overcome other people. In other words, I know I'm somebody. Everybody is going somewhere. But my point is this. If you think you are something, if you think you're better than other people, in other words, if you think that you always know the answer and you always want to jump ahead of the line, if you think you got your nose up in the air at somebody else, you are deceiving your own self. Because one day you're going to be humble and it won't be by choice. Somebody else will humble you. Teaching others. It's important for you to demonstrate humility. I think it's important because uh, how do we demonstrate it? Well, you can help others to understand social media better. In our society, we know social media is definitely a instrument or a tool that is used in a great way. Facebook, you know, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, YouTube. I mean, all of the other platforms that deals with how people put out their business in the world. So it's important what you see on social media. A lot of that is fake. Don't get a big ego and try to push your agenda or your gifts based on your accomplishments, because a lot of people uh, say they have accomplished this. And they love to get a lot of likes. They love to get a lot of following and their ego can be boosted. And it's a false setup. It's not really real. Okay. And all of those egos boost on social media, you know, subconsciously it can take place. All of that can work in direct opposite of humility. It impacts every age in our society our teenagers, our adolescents, young adults, older adults. It doesn't make a difference. If you're on the social media platform, you have to be careful because a lot of times people are taking uh, selfies, they're taking pictures because they're stuck on themselves, but they yet, yet they don't really know who they are from the inside out, but they like how they look on the outside. So you have to watch that. Your ego can be boosted. Y'all know what ego stands for. I already told you that. E-G-O, edging God out. In order to demonstrate humility, you got to watch the social media. Not only that, 
you got to apologize quickly. When you apologize, it helps others to acknowledge your error or something you've done wrong. You have to apologize. Be the first to apologize, matter of fact, especially if you're married or especially, you know, if you have a friend because you don't want that, that friend that you call your BF, your best friend. You don't want him or her to become your enemy because there's a lot of friends today that were best friends forever and now they're the worst of associates today. I was going to say they're the worst of friends, but they're not even friends. They don't even talk any longer. Matter of fact, somebody that is listening to me, you haven't talked to what you so-called a friend in years. And you know, the separation was by what somebody said or what they said or what they did. Now, that's a trick of the enemy. So don't fall for that. You got to apologize first. Be the bigger person. Be the bigger individual. And I know God will bless you because this attitude will help you to understand the aspect of being the leader in apologizing. For example, if children see adults apologize often, they will eventually apologize when they become an adult or with their friends. If teachers apologize or authority figures or whoever you are and whatever you do, don't be so big that you can't, cannot humble yourself and apologize for an error that you know you made. The other thing I want you to know and how to demonstrate humility is being grateful. You got to be grateful. An attitude of gratitude puts a person in a position to stay humble. You know, when you're thankful of God's blessing, it shifts the mind to be content and not discontent. You got to count your blessings one by one. You'll know and see what the Lord has done. The principle tells us to humble ourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, and in due time, he will exalt you. Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, click the like and follow button, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode. Until next time. Thank you.